and hello to the live chat on mixer.com slash dc podcast welcome to the iZombie radio part of the marathon for any recurring listeners of iZombie radio some 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 of my wonder who the hell is this guy where's chris where's blaze and where's sean so if you're just listening in and you're finding out about the whole event, we're doing a podcast marathon to raise money for a, for a good charity for the World Wildlife Fund. And sadly, they were all the gentlemen were all busy. But I I was on a few weeks ago and I do help produce iZombie Radio from behind the scenes. So hopefully some of you will, uh, hopefully this will not be too off and odd uh, that some random voices just popping up as i was uh i'm honored to be filling in for them and to make sure eyes on radio is present at the, this event so i brought in some special guests to talk about eye zombie and uh, which is in its third season right now it's almost we're cl- very cl- I, I believe next week is the season finale so uh, because um eyes only has only has 13 episodes which you know is pretty dope um uh, you know what? It's actually we have two more episodes, and then yeah, I think it's the second to last, but it's a part yeah. one, part two type thing. Exactly, exactly. So, so yeah. So uh, as I said, my name is Andy B. I work on. I do. I host a Flash podcast. I am the like the admin slash director of the DC Podcast Network, and I'm so honored to have all of you guys in the in the live chat listening, and anyone who's listening at home at a later date. And I'm joined by two amazing friends of mine and two amazing colleagues of the DC Podcast Network. First of all, we have Michael Cohen of uh, Quiver, the Green Arrow Podcast, and the director of Thunderquack Podcast Network. So welcome to iZombie Radio, Michael. Hey, I'm glad to be here. I don't get to talk iZombie very often, so uh, so this will be fun. Awesome. And joining is also Kat Kalamia, host of Little Smart Podcast, and she uh, also honored that she's my co-host on the Titans podcast that is coming up this summer. So Kat, welcome to iZombie Radio. Thank you. And and just like Michael, I, I, I love iZombie, but don't get to talk about the show enough. Um, but this week I've talked a lot about the show, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. Saying I love iZombie too. I mean, I've, I, I will admit that when I, fir- when I first heard about the show, I was like, who the F is going to watch this? There's no way no one's going to watch this show. This is the weirdest crap I've ever heard. The trailer makes no sense. Two years went by, and I still felt better about it. But then I got, like, I really miss seeing Ali Mashaka on, on my TV screen because she, I loved her on Hellcats. So I decided, okay, I'm going to watch one episode of iZombie because she's in it. I love the pilot, and then I spend the next two days binging it, and I'm in love with the show. And now I'm like, I'm the one who's like, we need to make a crossover with uh, Daryvers and iZombie, and we iZombie is the best show ever. And so, like, I... I admit my my bad past behavior, but I, I'm happy that I've all, that I've I've seen the light. I've come to appreciate the glory that is uh, Liv Moore and her amazing uh, Team Z um, or zombie team. Uh, what do they have a name for for their team? I think it's called Team Z, but I don't. I think that's more of like a fandom type thing. I don't. They might have mentioned it in the show too, but I'm pretty sure it's Team Z. Yeah, I know Blaine was really trying to get that going, but I'm like, hey, you know what? Team C is better fitted for, for uh, <laughs> our heroes. So, before we go on to discuss season three so far of iZombie, we, I want to remind you guys to head over to dctpockets.com slash fundraiser. If you haven't already donated to our charity that we're doing with the World Wildlife Fund organization, please head over to, to the website and donate. We're at, this time of recording, we're at we're sitting at 76% of our goal, which is $1,150. So we just need to raise $350 more dollars. 
and and I and I know we can do it. If you get if you if we have about if we can get seventy people to donate at least five bucks, we can make it happen. So, and remember, when you donate, you automatically get entered to an amazing raffle giveaway with some amazing DC prizes. So you know, just putting it out there. So with that said, and also heads up, if you this this discussion will be there will be spoilers from I Zombie season three. So if you haven't seen it, um, if you listen to it at a later date. Turn off, go catch up on season three, and then come back and listen to our discussion. So let's talk season three. Season three has been so far really, really strong. And it's been, you know, I always say this about shows that get into that get into their third years, that season three is usually when the shows get into their darker times. For some for some shows, it's good. For shows for for, for some shows, it's not really. So let's let's discuss where we are in season three right now, like overall thoughts. So Michael, I want to start with you. What are your overall impressions right now of where we're at uh, with uh, iZombie season three? Uh, hmm, this is a tricky question to answer. Uh, I think, I think the show continues to be great. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite shows. It's, it's odd to me that it's been pushed sort of into the summer. Um, which I, you know, there's not at this time of year. I think a lot of people are are kind of out doing stuff and, and focusing on TV a little bit less. I'd like it if iZombie got treated a little bit better by the CW, but at the same time, the ratings aren't what they are for the other shows. So I kind of understand that. Um, I worry with them getting picked up for another season, uh, whether or not they have a plan because I feel like uh, this season so far was set up in a way that if this ended up being their last season, that they'd be able to, to go out on that. Um, And, and now season four uh, with them coming back, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Cause, cause I don't know how the next two episodes are going to play out uh, the final two episodes of the season, but um, about midway through the season, we we discovered that the cure works and that the cure is out there somewhere, but somebody stole it. So, I uh, that that to me is like, oh well, if the cure is out there, then there's kind of an end to the series theoretically. Um, but but now with a, with another season, uh, they'll they'll probably not go that route, and they'll they'll continue the story uh, probably with another like intense cliffhanger season finale like they like they have in previous years um with a with big changes and that sort of thing so the show is great um the my one complaint is that this year has been a little bit more mythology based and a little bit less um case of the week and i always found that case of the week was the the biggest strength of iZombie um when the rest of the shows on the CW and in the superhero genre uh, tend to lean a little bit <clears throat> too much on the mythology. Um, as we've said on Quiver many times, uh, it would be nice if they got back to, you know, like the 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 crime fighting aspect of Arrow and and focused a little bit less on the here's one bad guy that we have to deal with all year, um, just sort of taking down individual bad guys every week. Um, freak of the week, I guess, as it were. Um, th- I think that that show would benefit from it, and and I felt like iZombie always kind of kept that in mind in the first two seasons, 
there's definitely a case of the week every week this season, but they are not the focus of the episodes. The focus of the episodes is much more on the the zombie truthers and the uh, and and uh, Fillmore Graves, um, and and so like it, it just feels a little bit I don't know like like they've they're sort of straying a little bit from what makes the show as strong as it is in every episode. So I hope that that in a season four they can sort of rein that in a little bit and bring that back or go all out because i can't imagine this show going past season four um just by virtue of of you know how many people are watching it how many people are talking about it um and uh, and the way that the cw kind of saves it until everything else has run its course and then they go okay i guess now i zombie can air um it, it feels like season four might might be a final season. So if that's the case, then go all out, finish your story. Right. But, uh, but I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see. Kai, what are your thoughts on that? I zombie. I I've been really enjoying this season because it brings not just live story together, but I feel like everyone has a shared amount of screen time, especially now that Ali Mishaka is a series regular. So we really get to see, you know, Ravi has a story, Major has a story, Peyton has a story. And it's all coming together to, you know, meld this, uh, this one big arc that hopefully will explode in uh, the finale here. Um, and for me, I, I've met, I'm always surprised by iZombie because I'm not a big procedural fan, but I'm a big Rob Thomas fan. So I liked Veronica Mars. I like the mystery they added. I feel like it's a more than just a regular procedural show. Um, so I like that they've kind of made the procedural aspect is the brain, of course. So it's like, all right, here's the brain of the week more than the mystery of the week. And then it's all tied into the brain making you figure out uh, the bigger um, mystery of uh, Fillmore Graves and... Um, and then the truthers and, and how they all are, oh, who killed Wally is obviously the big mystery. Uh, so, yeah, I like that aspect, like how they're kind of um, making it still the brain of the week. But I like the format. I like the format of the show a lot. And 13 episodes is great for the show. I wouldn't want it to have more because I think it works better as a 13 episode show. Um, and I think Rob Thomas and the team has a plan. He's, you know, again, looking back at Veronica Mars and shows like that. Um, it, it always had a plan, uh, at least for the season. Um, so yeah, I, I like this season. I don't know if it's the strongest one, but I like that every character is included and that's important. And see, for me, that's why I feel season three is so strong because I feel like in season two, like Peyton didn't get much to do. I feel major he was a big i mean major has been up and down for me very much uh over the course of the series but this year i feel like he's you know they've given him more stuff to do and i definitely feel that it's great that when you have such a great cast of actors and playing these amazing characters that you should make sure you put them to more use you know make sure that everyone is used to a great degree and you know don't waste them like i mean some i mean one of the downsides of the the Arrowverse shows is that all these four shows has amazing cast but sometimes they don't get much to do like Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl it was silent a lot is this season uh, on Arrow I mean I'm sorry Kai but you know uh, Speedy for example 
was one of those characters that was a good example yeah she uh, michael i don't know if you noticed but she a cat is like a speedy fanatic like she mm-hmm. like if you have her on quiver and uh, like she like she can go on for two hours about why speedy needs uh to get justice i definitely and, can yeah and then on the flash you know like we joe west doesn't sometimes you know get much to either other than being the voice of reason and all those things and iris is one of the examples like she I, we know that she's this great reporter. We don't get to see her go to work, and and on on Supergirl, I mean, I mean, on Legends, you know, Jax and I don't, and I mean, I feel like Jax didn't get much to do to see this as, as compared to like some of the other characters that we had. There's, I mean, that's the thing. Stein we, had a little less, but that Stein had that Stein, for the Legends hour. <laughs> yeah, Stein had Stein had way too much this year. But so like that's the thing. Like when you have such a large group of actors. Don't waste them. They are your series regulars. You're paying them. Put them to use, you know, because there, there's there's a fandom for each of these characters. So, and that's why I feel iZombie had has done such a great job this season of representing representing all of them. So, uh, so, so let's jump a little in, into that. And anyway, wait, one more thing I want to add before, um, because Michael, you brought up an interesting point regarding, you know, th- because we we had to think about this. Like, what is the end game for iZombie? Is it that it's a it's a story about how a girl who became a zombie one day finds a way to become, you know, not undead, uh, because you know, to come alive again. Or what? What is it? Is it about her accepting that she, that this is who she is, and she will reject? She will actually re- reject, a, you know, an anti, you know, a cure at some point. Like, will will the series end with her having the option of like either be a human, or not, or a zombie? So that's the thing. I I mean, I definitely think that the show will definitely get to season five because one. I mean, sorry, but sorry, but not sorry, but like syndication says a lot. iZombie as of this season will be at 45 episodes. So if they do two more seasons with 30 episodes each, they will hit the amount they need to hit for syndication. And then maybe that will be, I mean, five, I mean, guys, five seasons of a show is a long, great run. But like, look, as long as the, the people behind the show have good story to work with to give us, I let the show go on for as long as it needs to. I agree with Michael that it is weird that they're always saving that for mid-season. When I'm like, well, why can't we have it on during the fall? But, you know, at the same time, like, since we're watching so much television, it's kind of relaxing to have, you know, like, we, we're, t- you know, we're checking in with eyes on it towards the end of the TV season and, you know, getting to just, you know, not have so much TV to catch up on. Because it, it was hard this year to keep up with everything, you know? So... But but yeah, but that's the thing. Like, what is the end game for I Zombie? Like, the, is it about? I mean, now that we know Michael, because Michael brought that, like, I didn't even think about that. The cure is out there somewhere. Is that? Are we looking at what will be the series finale when she finds the cure again, or is she like? What is the bigger end game here? So, look at Yeah, I I think I it's it's not so much about um about that necessarily being the end game. I think that the series itself can have uh, a, a finale to it. That's different than the end of Liv's story. Um, <clears throat> I think for, for myself, I would love to see uh, Liv in a place where she can just continue with her life. Um, the, the whole zombie thing has uh, railroaded uh, any sort of future that that she had planned um and and i feel like the series has always been to a certain degree about her getting that back um so i i don't know what that looks like maybe maybe that does end up being her living as a zombie and being okay with that and and continuing to to fight crime or whatever but that to me is the end of the series it's not necessarily 
that she gets the cure or or what have you, but that um, that she stops trying to find a cure, trying because at the moment that is very much the 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 goal of the series um, is for Ravi to cure the zombie outbreak before it happens. Um, the Fillmore Graves stuff this season has me feeling like this season is going to end with with D-Day, with Discovery Day, and that um, that's going to create a world in which zombies and humans have to have to learn to coexist. Um, and uh, if that's the case, then then the end of the series is kind of up in the air and what, what they can do with that and how they can how they can sort that out and figure that out. But, but for me, I, I just want to see you live, um, get a happy ending, I guess. Like that's, that's kind of my, my wish for the show. And it's a show that, you know, um, uh, we brought up Veronica Mars, which, uh, is, is another Rob Thomas, uh, uh, series that I did not get. It's, finale um and then we had to wait quite a while and we got a movie that instead they of wanted more wrapping, that's what they did with it <laughs> they, they wanted yeah more. instead of instead of wrapping things up it opened old wounds uh and i think that's probably one of the reasons why it was not successful because i don't think it's what necessarily the fans wanted um all those years later to come back and and anyways we don't need to get into veronica mars but but I don't want to see that happen with iZombie. I want there to be a cap on this story. Um, and and I'm very much a, a, a proponent of, of finishing stories. I, I don't think that every series needs to run for 10 seasons. <clears throat> I certainly don't think that syndication is the goal with a show like iZombie. Um, I, I don't true. think that anybody is even considering that because... I can't imagine, you know, uh, a local affiliate picking up iZombie to play at 7 p.m. on a on a weeknight. So the syndication deal, uh, I think in 2017, isn't as big of a motivator as as much as. And I mean, like iZombie is is one of the the pilot program shows for for the CW and Netflix. Um, much like Riverdale, that is, it airs one night and then it's it's up on Netflix the next day, and uh, or in fact at midnight that night. So, um, I think that is much more what the CW and and in the larger sense DC and Warner Brothers are are aiming for with something like iZombie is uh, they really don't care if people are watching it on TV. They hope that people are watching it on Netflix. And then, uh, more importantly, I think they want those people to then go out to Hot Topic and buy a T-shirt. Because um, I think that's where they're really making their money on this stuff. Uh, the CW is not is not what's raking in the cash, right? It's, it's Green Arrow T-shirts and Flash T-shirts and um, raising the profile of these, these properties to the point where uh, everybody has to have every Funko Pop vinyl figure uh, that that comes out with with one of those characters and so um like that that's really their end game with this stuff is is sort of a, a pop culture uh critical mass 
And I think that iZombie is there. I think that iZombie is making money for them in that respect. So if that continues, they'll, they might make, keep making the show. Maybe that's why it's getting a season four. Because if we look at ratings, ratings are not are not bearing out that this show gets a season four. Because I, I haven't really looked that much year? at season three. But, but I'm sure that season three is not... I mean, like, with episodes airing in June, it can't be doing as well as seasons one and two did. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, the CW has been down down a lot this year with um, almost all the show. I mean, I think every show suffered in some ways. Um, sadly, even the DC t- TV shows, too. But uh, but before We're, we go Ratings on, might be down, but I don't think that the CW is suffering in any way. No, 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 no. no. push but their it's like, online it's platforms way heavier than their, their broadcasts. So, no, you're absolutely I right. think they I, would. It's I, more noticeable. I, I, I honestly think that the CW would rather have you watching these shows on on the CW app or on Netflix um, than than on their their broadcast stations because the CW is is an, uh, it's it's kind of a weird network in that it's it's all affiliates, right? And I mean, like all of the networks have affiliates, but but um but the way that the cw runs is odd is compared to the other networks and and i think that i uh, they would rather have revenue coming in from direct viewing on on their online platforms uh like the app than than advertising revenue from the from the networks because the, the actual broadcast because i i'm sure they have to split that with their with their local affiliates or, or they're getting part of what the affiliates are charging for advertising. So um, it's, the CW is the only network right now that is really, really playing the, the, the online game. Uh, I think that everybody else is kind of dabbling in it, but the CW actually kind of has figured it out in particular. uh, Also because of its demo. Also. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, um, they're they're in the process of changing the game, much like Disney is in the process of changing the game with with the Marvel Netflix programs. Um, so it, it's it's just we're in a weird transition place, and I think in another five years we're going to look back and be like, it was really weird that iZombie was on TV and on Netflix because I think that Warner Brothers is going to be trying to to put their stuff on Netflix straight up and binge it cuz I know I would enjoy iZombie a lot more if I could just watch the whole season right I like agree it is with that. It, it, yeah. it feels very much it's 13 episodes it feels like a binge show it doesn't feel like a tune in every week show um and and I think that it might actually play out better that way and I don't think that the majority of people watching iZombie are watching it live broadcast. Um, they're either watching it PVR two or three episodes at a time, or they're watching it on Netflix two or three episodes at a time, or waiting for the whole season. So, Well, before we go on, I want to make a big announcement, uh, because we're, we're get, we just had a huge update. At the time of recording on iZombie Radio, on the Mixer.com, our DC podcast fundraiser uh, charity for WWEF, we raised $1,425. We're at 95%. We're almost there at our goal. But I would like to ask our listeners, we are... We do everything this all, every year for you guys like in terms of you know bringing you the best podcasting content that we can. So we're asking you for a favor. Let's 
go beyond fifteen hundred. Let's get to two thousand dollars because this is for a great cause. Uh, you know, Amy, who's my who's the cat and I co-host on Flash Party and Legend Smart Pocket, she is, you know. This is a huge cause for her, but also for us. So, if you if you want to help something that we all care and love for, please head over to dcpocket.com slash fundraiser and donate as any any amount you can. Remember, when you donate, you do get automatically entered into an awesome raffle of giveaway prices. So, but let's move on to some of the individual arcs of these characters this season. I want to start with one of my favorites of the show of this uh, from the show is Ravi, and he's had. A very different season compared to season one and season two. So, Kat, what are your thoughts on Ravi's arc so far? As he, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily say darker path, but you know, it's it's been a little bit grimmer than uh, past seasons for him. Yeah, I mean, I love Ravi too. I think he's a great character. Um, I I feel like he's had a weaker arc this season, though. Even though he's had more focus, he's. I feel like with the whole Peyton story kind of messed him up and I didn't like the whole Peyton things. They weren't that big of a love interest to be like, he's, you know, sorrowing that he broke up with Peyton. Like they, they were together for like five seconds. So it's weird that he's, he's kind of still harboring those feelings. But now as we're getting towards the end of the season, things are getting interesting, but at the same time, he's making a lot of mistakes as we saw in, I think the last episode, he revealed the whole, most of the zombie story to a reporter. So it definitely makes for interesting TV, but I don't know if this was the strongest season for Robbie, sadly, even though we are getting more of a focus on him. What about you, Mike? What do you think? Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. Um, it, it's been interesting. The The show uh, in previous seasons was, it's always been ensemble, but it feels like this this season is a little less focused on Liv and uh, uh, Detective Babineau and, and they're, they're sort of going out and solving crimes, as I was saying before. It's a little bit more based on, like, like sort of focused on the mythology. So uh, Ravi and uh, uh, Major have definitely sort of stolen some of that spotlight this year. Um so I feel like they've kind of been been pushing it a little bit to uh, I create additional storylines for these guys. So they're kind of there's a there's a little bit of like I don't want to say contrived because it hasn't it hasn't quite been that bad, but but it has been a little bit like major storylines I think in particular have been a little bit forced where it's like there's all this stuff going on. Um, uh, and it's, I don't know, it feels like they're kind of spinning their wheels and going back to the same thing over and over. But but with Ravi, I I, I just hope that the guy can catch a break. <laughs> he's he's done so much, and he's sort of been the, the glue for the entire series. Um, without him, the, there's there's a lot of the science-y stuff that they wouldn't. He's, if, uh, if, we're, if we're looking at them in terms of like Ninja Turtles or Ghostbusters, he's the Donatello slash Egon. So he's, without him, they would have like lost a long time ago because he's the one who always comes up with, you know, here's a thing that's going to that's gonna solve our problem or that's going to help us, right? So, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like like that sort of needs to be a little bit more of the focus, um, and he deserves to get a little bit 
he needs to, he deserves to catch a bit of a break. I, I'd, I'd like to see, I kind of just want to see all these characters on this show happy. I think that's the thing is they never going to happen though. Sadly. Yeah, they, <laughs> they're always in such conflict and, and they're all, it always feels like they're, they're just like, like right on the precipice of happiness and then everything gets ripped away from them. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the second that that uh, that that uh, the 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 woman who uh, it turns out is a reporter when she was introduced, it was like something's up here. She's not who she says she is, obviously, because you look around at everybody else at these zombie truther things, and they're all these, uh, I you know, uh, redneck for lack of a better term, um, I sort of conspiracy nuts. And then you've got this uh, exceptionally beautiful girl who's like, yeah, I'm also here. I, I totally inconspicuous, you guys. Um, yeah, so R- Ravi, he, sh- he watches enough TV. He's the, he's the pop culture guy. He should he should be the first to catch on to this sort of thing. But uh, but uh, he he got taken in by the by the pretty face, tricked by a pretty face. Poor guy. Yeah, I will definitely say I've had a few more issues with Ravi this season. I mean, I, I look, I ship Ravi, y'all, and I was just like, Peyton, you deserve so much better right now because, like, when she showed up that episode and discovered that she that he was sleeping with his old boss, first of all, why? I'm sorry, why? Conflict. It's really? like, oh, it's like I'm like, oh lord, that was like the. Only time I've been really annoyed with Aizami because I I don't really have much issues with the show, but that was one of those times where I really found myself being O M F G. So, but I like that he is that he is he's getting to do more riskier stuff this time. And even though I don't want to see him die, like but, but there was a second where I thought, are they gonna kill him off? But thankfully, they're they they didn't kill they didn't uh, kill him off in the, in this week's episode. So yeah, he's had a he's it's been a little bit darker uh t- for sure for him let's talk about Liv because i, I know cat is gonna have to leave in about 10 minutes or something like that so i want to make sure we uh she can we can talk to her about as many of these characters as possible so cat sure. uh, what, what are your thoughts about Liv's arc this season now that the, it's zombies are becoming such a known thing in seattle I really like Liv's arc. I mean, I think Liv obviously always has the strongest arc, um, even though that doesn't happen with every show, that the main character has the strongest arc. But um, I I like this whole um, Z-Day thing happening because um, most shows, but I won't say modern shows, but a lot of, if you look back at genre shows, it always ends at the point, oh, everyone discovers, and you just kind of like figure it out from there. But I feel like there's this new trend with genre shows where it's like the middle of the show they reveal things and then you actually get to see the aftermath of it. So that's, that's what I think they're planning with iZombie. I don't think this is going to be a secret for the whole show. I do think the secret's going to come out by this season and season four is going to be an aftermath. Now I don't know if season four will be a last season. I think there's a good amount of episodes where it could just be that aftermath season, but I could see a season five too. I'd see these stories going further than just like the secret because I feel like the show is more than just its secrets. You know, I think it's also just about the mythology of zombies, how zombies work. And also now how are the world going to react to zombies? Um, So, yeah, I I like Liv's arc so far. I I like her relationships with Peyton and, and obviously Clive because 
that's the big one. That's the big difference now that he knows about zombies. And that relationship has been a ton of fun. Uh, so yeah, Liv's been really strong and even her relationship with Blaine is very interesting. It's always kind of flip flops in a, in a cool way though, because sometimes Blaine's like on the team, but obviously no one trusts him. Like they need to use him. Uh, so that's always an interesting relationship that we've kind of seen a bit explored here because Blaine's character changed a bit this season with having no memories, but actually having memories and having that relationship with Peyton. So he's been a very interesting foil for Liv as, as always. Hey, what are your thoughts, Mike? Yeah, I, I, I mean, like her, her story to me this season has really taken a, a backseat. Like I, like I said earlier, like I, I feel like um, the biggest piece of her plot right now is is dependent on two things: finding the cure and and major, um, and. So, you know, like finding the cure since it was stolen has not been the focus, which I find really odd that uh, they're, they're kind of uh, tracking down all this other stuff. I guess they don't really have a lead on who took the cure um, since it obviously wasn't Blaine. I, I don't think it was Blaine. Um, so if I had to guess, I would imagine that Fillmore Graves has it. Um, because, uh, yeah, 100%. I, yeah. I, I, I can, I don't know his name yet cause he was just introduced, but Logan. <laughs> yeah. Logan from, from uh, the, Veronica Mars. But I think he also from from Veronica Mars. Wally. That's what I think. Is oh, is that right where he's from? I was like, yeah. why is people yeah. so excited about him? Yeah. He I has, don't, he's the main um, character from Veronica Mars. Yeah. I think, I think that he, I uh, unlike the re- the the previous Fillmore Graves, I uh, I uh, sort of the 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 heads that were uh, uh, blown up <laughs> fairly unceremoniously a few episodes ago. Um, I think that that he wants to see zombies take over the world. Like I think that's his. He's not even so much about protecting them as much as he is. Uh, about sort of conquering um and i think it's going to turn out i in season four i think he will be the bad guy uh i think that's that's going to end up being our our season four um my my biggest worry is that they'll jump the shark on that and it'll end up being like a sort of um post-apocalyptic the zombies have won and and the humans i hope not I feel like that's like the total opposite of what iZombie is. So I would, I would hope they exactly. don't go that direction. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the things that I'm worried about at the moment with, with uh, discovery day kind of looming in, in, in these next two episodes. But, um, but it, to me, it feels like because of all of that stuff, like, like as we were, I'm trying to talk about Liv's storyline and that's where I end up going is into all of these other characters because her storyline is so tertiary to the rest of the story that it's like, I, you know, I, I, her arc, um, I, I, I'm glad that she's with, with somebody at the moment, but I don't know if it's necessarily the most healthy relationship. Um, cause right now it seems very lusty to me and it's, it's very much, um, he's either going to die or, <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, he's gonna, gonna die last. for sure. Yeah, he's gonna die for sure. But or uh, maybe team I, up with um, Graves. You know, I think 
uh, that's the story. Yeah. Like, oh, who does he choose? He's going to choose possible. his bros more than live. I think yeah. that's going to be the the next season. Yeah, but um, like other than that, I can't I can't even say that that Liv has that much of a story this season. It's 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 mostly her uh, reacting to everybody else around her and what's happening with them. So, um, yeah, that's kind of that, that. That I think might be one of the most disappointing parts. I I actually really liked last season. I, I um, and he just showed up in. In, in the most recent episode or the one before that? I watched the last two really close together, so I don't remember. Drake Who was the, the one way. before that? Uh, yeah, I, I really I really liked him. Um, and I, I sort of sad to see him go when he did. But I, I, it was cool to have him come back for the one episode. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I just feel like they've they've kind of focused more on the mythology this season, less on less on the individual characters. So Liv has. I don't, I don't know about the that though with the individual the characters of- though, because I feel like everyone's had an arc, and that's like you know for for genre shows that doesn't always happen. So I don't I don't know. I still feel like they've still focused on the characters, even if they focused on mythology a bit more. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I I feel like like characters that that previously because I, I I do think that they Liv and Blaine were kind of the focuses of season one and two, especially season two. Blaine Blaine was a big focus in season two. Um, I feel like both of those characters have taken a backseat um, this season uh, because their two storylines don't really have anything to do with the 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 larger story. Um, I see where you're coming from. I, know, I guess with Blaine, that, Blaine, Blaine had a little bit with Peyton, but that stuff was so um, that it felt like the stuff with Blaine and Peyton was just to service Robbie's story. So that's kind of I think that's where I'm coming from is that like it, it feels like there's like two two or three characters who are getting sort of the main thrust, but everybody else's stories are just kind of like built up around those those two. And I, I, I really think connect. it's Robbie and Major. Yeah, it, and and it's been fairly connected, but but I, I don't know. I I, it, I think what it is is that it's just there's a bit of a lack of focus, in my opinion, uh, with this season um, because it is so split. It is there is so much going on, which previous seasons didn't have that problem because we weren't worrying about an overarching story. We were worrying about individual cases of the week. So yeah, that's I'm where probably- I'm at. With that. Oh, sorry. Before I go on, I'm gonna. Kat has to take off. Said, but she's gonna be back for the ledgers tomorrow at hour of the show, which will be after DC TV Classics, and then she will also be back for the assembly show at the end. So, Kat, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Tell everyone quickly where they can find you on social media, since you're you're one of the busiest people that I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I, this was a lot of fun to talk about iZombie. Um, yeah, for me, go check out my Twitter at Comic You Know where I have everything I do there. It's hard to like name everything. But uh, check out my YouTube channel, Comic You Know. Um, my group YouTube channel, Comic Frontline, where we do two podcasts over there, Media Madness, which we announce usually on Twitter what day and what topic we're talking about, and uh, Frontline Live, which we have every Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time where we talk everything comic books. Uh, I also do reviews on Newsarama, so if you want to check out my comic reviews, go check that there. Um, I have a comic book, like Father Like Daughter, so we have the first three issues out. We're getting very close for issue four to come out. Really excited about that. 
Um, and yeah, just go check out all my social media stuff for all the up-to-date things. And of course, I'm on Legends Tomorrow podcast, Titans podcast. I'm the editor on the Marvel Report. The list goes on. But um, thank you guys for having me. I had a blast and uh, looking forward to hearing more of uh, everyone else's uh, podcasts in the, the next couple of hours for our charity. Well, thank you for joining us, Kai. Will you take care? We will see you in a few. All right, bye, guys. Bye. So it's Michael and me now. And so we're going to go through these remaining characters and then we're going to just give some predictions on the, the, the two hour, you know, the not two hour, but the two part season finale. So let's talk about Clive, who he's grown on me in the past three seasons. So I, in season one, I didn't really get him. Season two, he got better. And season three, now I'm just really enjoying. He's like sometimes been the MVP of the week. And mm. he, I'm just like, I'm so, I mean, you know, if there's one thing I would love, if there's one type of cross I would love to see is I would like to see Clive, Diggle, um, Joe, Jimmy, and I, I'm trying to figure out who's the father figure on Legends. Um, I guess Stein. A father figure on Legends. Yeah, I guess Stein. He's a um, terrible father, but sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember he, he had a daughter that got created by time travel that wasn't Barry's fault once? Um yeah. <laughs> uh, I had to be, I had to defend Barry so much this season. But uh, what what are your thoughts on Clive this um this season? Like um as you know he I mean he the season started very rough for him because uh, of a very uh, of a sad loss. Yeah, I think I think um uh, because of the fact that that he he now knows and is brought into the story a little bit more in that respect they had to give him something tragic to deal with uh, so so that's what they did um but and and it's definitely connected in some way that we, we don't know yet and it feels like we're getting very close uh to discovering what that that connection is um but i i I really enjoy his character. I've I, he's he's one of the reasons why I love the show. Um, I think that the chemistry between uh, I live Clive and Ravi is what makes the show great, um, and it's that it's sort of that core unit. And then Major is definitely a great character, but is a little bit more on the periphery, as is uh, uh, Peyton. Um, but those three characters and their dynamic is really great. And for me, <clears throat> I was a little bit worried going into this season that that Clive being like the odd man out was always kind of one of the things that propelled the story a little bit for me. And now with him in on all the jokes, there was the the worry that that they'd kind of lose a bit of their 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 punch. With that, but thankfully, I, I him knowing about zombies has actually made his character even more fun. So, um, so I, I think that they've done a really good job of bringing him into the fold and making him a part of the team um, with this new information. And so now, instead of the confused look that he gives Liv every time she's acting oddly, now he just sort of like rolls his eyes and sighs and and uh, I. And then they just kind of get on with it. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, I, 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 I found that, that it's a, that the dynamic is actually stronger with him. Um, 
now that that he's in on the joke, so to speak. So I, I've really enjoyed his character this season. Um, but again, he was so close to a happy ending with uh, with uh, his uh, his girlfriend from the FBI, and then and then they blew that up. Um, and I think he was so busy with the show. I I don't know what that was, but like I, I don't I think that that was the goal all along. I don't think that that character was intended to stick around for too long. But uh, uh, she did pop up a couple episodes ago, so hopefully we'll see her again soon. Yeah, I like uh, Bazio, or as I, <laughs> I have a funny nickname for her, but I know some Flash friends will probably get pissed at me. But like I, this is how I wanted Patty Spivitt to be on the Flash. So like when she, when I was mm-hmm. watching that same season of I Zombie as the Flash, I'm like, why wasn't Patty more like this? So I'm just sure. saying. But no, but I I love the fact that when when Clive found out, and I love how Liv did it because it was it was at this big cost of you know because it was major was i mean if she hadn't told him i mean and and could you imagine what major would have done so mm-hmm. so yeah i love the fact that he's now in the know and here's the thing like and this is kind of a commentary on many of these superhero shows and comic book shows is that i am so over the whole like keeping you know the secret identity or the secret from your closest ones it's like i it's boring drama like, yes, it's funny, like, in the first scene or something, but then, like, I mean, I will say this. If Iris had not known about the, uh, Bear being the Flash until, like, season three, I would have been like, oh, Lord, this is horrible, horrifying. And, I mean, like, I mean, poor Laurel, she had to wait two seasons to find out. Um, just saying. And then, you know, Legend, I mean, Legend, they don't really have to deal with that. So I like the fact that he, that Clive now knows. And I think, you know, I mean, I think the fact that he, that, I mean, it was said that a kid had to, t- you know, die but i feel the thing was that for him to be part of this world now knowing about the danger of all this i think it made sense to get like this is what you're in for now now that you know what's going on with that there are zombies in seattle and i think that way like it does connect him really well to this you know larger arc of the show and before we go on and we have three more and we're gonna start um and trying to wrap it up quickly, but um, thanks to Rebecca in the chat updating us. We've hit our, pa- we're past our goal. We've hit $1,530. So that means that we've hit, our, we've gone be- beyond our goal, but awesome. we, but we still want to encourage you guys to keep donating because look, nothing would make us happy if we actually hit maybe $2,000. Like, because that's been the case each year. We set a goal and we always surpass it. Like, sometimes by twice or third the amount that we had set up set ourselves up for in, initially so please donate at dcpocket.com slash fundraiser now let's talk about blaine he that mother ever who we all love <laughs> what are your thoughts on blaine's arc this season because i mean we first we thought does he is is he is his memory really gone? Is he faking it? And then we found out that he did get it yeah. back at some point. So, what are your thoughts on Blaine? I I I would be mad at Blaine, except you can't be mad at somebody when they act uh, the way that you expect them to act, right? So uh, it's in his nature, and he's not going to act against his nature. Uh, and and we've seen his father, so we know we know why Blaine is the way that he is. Um, I think the thing that makes Blaine great is that he's he's such a good anti-hero to to Liv's uh, uh, sort of um, uh, low-key superhero status, right? So Blaine is not a bad guy, 
he's just a bad guy. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like he's not he's not a supervillain. He's just a jerk. Um and he's just selfish and out for himself. And uh, I I think that they, you know, expecting him to change is uh, beyond hopeful. Um I do think it was interesting that that uh, in in lying to everybody and uh, and acting like he had lost his memory, he actually became a fairly decent guy, except for the fact that the whole time he was lying and they were talking to him and I uh, who knows, maybe Ravi's uh, memory serum actually works. Right, like, like maybe it. How would we know? Because uh, Blaine never lost his memory, so when he was injected with it, it wouldn't have had an effect on him, anyways. So, I uh, maybe maybe Ravi has found like the cure for Alzheimer's or something. But because of Blaine's selfishness, they're not even thinking about that because they're so mad about the fact that the cure works. And yes, there's a temporary memory loss but that that it goes away after a while of course i'm also expecting the other shoe to drop on that one and for um for there to be some weird long-term side effects um but uh but yeah it's it's so hard on this show to keep track of who is and who is not a zombie because it's like somebody will get cured and then they become a zombie again and then they and then they I don't know. Like so, well, uh, where I it's 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 tough to keep track of exactly what Blaine is at this point because he's, yeah. he's 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 kind of a re zombie, right? Yeah, um, re zombie. So Lord, I love that re zombie. <gasps> yeah. So there's something there's a, there's there may be other things going on there with that character that that we are not aware of yet. You know that 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 uh, that even he's not aware of yet. Um, so, so yeah, I I am a sucker for that character. I'm a sucker for for the actor. Um, David Anders oh, is the best. David Anders, he's so good. Anytime he pops up on a show, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Um, and when he showed up, he was the reason why iZombie was was like a, a, a an appointment worthy show for me. That I was like, okay, I'm sticking around for this whole series. Um, I love the rest of the cast as well, but he is really the the standout actor for me uh, i just i he's he just has that charisma where even though he's being an absolute jerk just the worst kind of person you still look at him and you're like ah, i kind of like you anyways it's okay he gets away with it right um, i so i, 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 I feel I the love same him. way he's a, yeah he's a great character yeah, Michael pretty much hit the nail on what I was gonna say about Blaine. Uh, he he's just great, but yeah, but it's something. It's I love the fact we don't know really what his deal is. Like, what what side does he really truly lie on? So okay, let's let's combine Peyton and Major. And so we, you know, with Major, I mean, his biggest arc has been becoming a human again, but now dealing with the repercussions of being the chaos killer slash kidnapper, uh, or yeah. the the chaos icer, I guess. And then Peyton dealing with you know, these conflicting, you know, like, she, you know, first she was tricked by Blaine and now, you know, she is, uh, you know, trying to figure out what she's doing with, uh, with Robbie. So, like, um, you can start with any of the two characters. 
Uh, well, I'll start with Peyton because that'll be real quick. Um, she doesn't really have that much of a story. So, yeah, I, I mean, she's just kind of, I feel like she's just kind of there to help them with some of the legal stuff when that comes up. That's sort of the main focus of her character. Um, I think that the way she's treated Ravi has been kind of terrible. Um, that's my perspective on it. I could be wrong. I, 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 gotta, I have to be honest. I don't really pay that much attention to it. I just know that I would like Ravi to be happy. And she is, she, she was messing around with Blaine and should have known better. And, and uh, you know, like where's her, Where's her intuition on that? She's always kind of, kind of, um, high roading everybody else all the time, and 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 then it's like, well, you are the one who uh, was sleeping with with Blaine, so I, uh, yeah, like, where does that? You you kind of kind of no no like to stand on with that. Um, uh, but at the and, same and time, really he, he Robbie was kind of messing up too. Like he, you know, they were finally going to talk. And what is it that he sleeps with his ex boss? Yeah, but he didn't. But he didn't know that at the time. He didn't know what was going to happen there. Like that. That he and 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 those his he's responsible for his own actions. But um, he. I don't know. Like he, he was, he was just kind of reacting to the situation um, and looking for some companionship and some solace where he could find it. Um, and I can't really blame him for that. Um, but I think that 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 maybe uh, Peyton's being a little bit unreasonable in in that respect, in in sort of like expecting him to behave. In this in this ideal way, where you know, like he was just supposed to wait for her, right? Um, and and he he definitely made a mistake in that moment when she comes to him by not telling her what was happening. But yeah, I don't know. I I think that there's there's just a little bit there's a little bit too much shaming going on there on on. Uh, on Peyton's side, um, when it's like, uh, you can't really get mad at the guy. It's not like you guys were dating. Um, yes, he may have professed his love for you, uh, in, in a, in a manner of speaking, but I, uh, she also made it like really clear that she wasn't interested, like that she was kind of like, well, too bad. And so he went and he did what he did. And, uh, and, and then she wants to hold him accountable for that. I feel like that's a little bit, it's it, it, Ravi was kind of screwed no matter what he did there. So um, I feel like that's a bit unfair. So that that's probably where I'm coming from on that stuff. But that's about all of her storyline that, that there is to talk about at the moment. Other than that, she's just kind of assisting with the prosecution stuff of, of some of these other s- stories that are going on. And what about um, Major? And then Major's storyline is a little bit more complicated. I, I think it's really weird to have a character on a show kind of just going about his life when um, when he was like in the news as the chaos killer and blah, blah, blah. Um, we know the full story, but the public doesn't know the full story. I, it's weird to keep him around. I would, I, I would have uh, had that character. I mean, in real life, I think that person would leave town. 
I don't think that person would stick around, you know, um, especially once he got the cure. I think I think at that point it would be like, OK, I'm going to go start a new life somewhere else um, where people don't know that I'm the chaos killer. So it, it it's kind of weird to me. But at the same time, I understand, like, they don't want to get rid of that character. They kind of wrote themselves into a corner. So it, it'll be interesting to see if by the season finale, if they correct that if they bring him sort of back into uh, the spotlight, but as a, as a hero this time and sort of his story gets told. Um, I think that if discovery day does happen, that, that, that will be their opportunity to clear his name and for him to come out and say, this is what was really happening. I was Max Rager wanted these people dead and I was, in a you know rock in a hard place and found the only solution to to keep these people alive right so i i think that if if the public can learn the story as we know it that that maybe that character can be redeemed a little bit but but it's been rough it's 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 rough to to watch a character have to go through that especially a guy that you know like he's basically I, I when you look at him, the guy's like a, the quintessential superhero, right? He's he's ripped. He's got that that uh, chiseled jaw and that smile, and you just want to yeah, I'm not jealous. Cheer for him, right? But uh, but but they're making it really hard because uh, he's he's kind of in a really crummy place, and uh, and he's making some poor decisions, I think, but. Yeah, um, I, this whole girlfriend thing was. But you can't blame him because it's tough. His his life's tough. But yeah, yeah. I don't. I always think if any of these characters were to get killed off, or they, if they were to, if the one character I see exiting first before anyone else, it, it is major. I think he's the one. Like, I feel they by making him a human again, and I, I feel it's a, like there must be. I mean, they need to find something out to, for him to do. Either he sacrifice himself for the sake of the zombies kind of you know clearing his name once and for all or i don't they let him go away for a while and start over or something it's 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 really tricky Uh, so that's what like when it comes like i when i was getting ready for this podcast i i had no idea how i felt about what i was gonna say about major and actually to be honest even i love peyton even as you were talking and as as well as cad i realized that those are the two characters that have not had much to do this season yeah but but as we're getting to the end of the show, let's quickly predict this two-part finale. Are we in for the the entire public reception for that zombies are real? As well as, do you think there will 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 two sides form between the zombie race? Um. Yeah, I th- I think that 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 that's exactly what's going to happen. I think that the. The conflict between Fillmore Graves and the the zombie truthers is going to come to a head, and I think the result of that is going to be um, the general public learning of the existence of zombies. And I think within the zombie community, that's going to create two uh, two factions. I if 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 I can borrow from X Men for a second, you're going to end up with the X Men on one side who are, uh, you know, they, they, they support and defend mutants, but they also want them to coexist with humanity. 
And then you have the Brotherhood on the other side who are more concerned with the extermination of, of humanity if that's what it takes to keep mutants safe. And I think in, in this in this instance, you've got, uh, what are we calling them? Team Z? With, Team Z. Uh, with with Liv and uh, and and Clive and Ravi and and Major and and the whole the whole crew, um, and then you've got Fillmore Graves, and so Liv is is more of the X Men side, and Fillmore Graves is obviously the Brotherhood. Um, oh my, that's a, like, that's such a perfect <laughs> that's such a perfect uh, like way to describe yeah. it. It is literally almost like that, and I, I like that actually. So. I think I think that they if that's the way things play out and we end up with that sort of um, these few zombies who want to be able to coexist in the world of humans uh, versus these zombies that uh, they they want to because um, you can't exterminate humans zombies need them to survive and they obviously need them to uh, uh, procreate as well. Um, I don't know if that would so be the focus the for them, to be honest. Continues. No, it's not. It's not for zombies. But but if 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 humans all die, zombies all die. So it's a uh, uh, it's it's sort of like it when vampires take over the world. And and there's been a few instances of that sort of a story. Um, you have to keep humans alive uh, in the least as as uh, a kind of cattle. So I. Uh, that I I feel like that is is the post apocalyptic scary future that we're looking at uh, with the eye zombie uh, I brotherhood sort of uh, end game and I and I think that that we're going to be fighting against that I, I I think that's what season four could potentially end up being about um, same you know, same now here. that everybody knows and how I want to see deal how they with deal that. with. Yeah, and I, and I want to see how they deal with this in terms of because here's the thing: even though it is technically a DC TV show, it's also a vertical show, and it, you know since it's not part of any of the Arrowverse show, does mean that we can rely on on any of these other heroes. So I am excited to see if if this is what's going to go down. I'm excited to see how Liv, you know, the superhero of this show, like if she is the one that has to become the peacekeeper between these two sides, like maybe the diplomat of it all. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like just. But I, that's the thing, even though I would love to see them, you know, see Eye Zombie as part of Earth One or whatever, I'm excited for the fact that we're about to possibly to see this huge conflict that cannot be resolved by Tyler Hecton's Superman or Grant Gustin's Barry, you know, The Flash, uh, or Melissa, you know, or Stephen Mel's Oliver Queen or whatnot. It's like, even, even though Green yeah. Arrow, Seattle has become somewhat of a semi-home for him in the comics. But um, we're going to leave it to mm-hmm. our original Eye Zombie radio host, to discuss the two-part finale in the next two weeks and uh, we're, um, we're so honored that we got to come in and guest for them and talk about iZombie since we, we all love the show but we you know since we're doing so many podcasts and projects so we don't always get a chance to talk about it online or whatever so uh, so it's a great thing that we got to do for this cause and at the time of this recording we've now reached one thousand five hundred and forty dollars it's like i mean like it's slow i mean awesome. 400 i mean 460 dollars till two thousand i mean can we do it? Can we do it? Let's share the word. Uh, spread the word on social media. Donate at dcpockets.com slash fundraiser. But that's going to be it for us. Um, you guys can find iZombie Radio at iZombieRadio.com on Facebook and Twitter at iZombieRadio. Uh, subscribe to them on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And you can subs- you can email them uh, any questions or thoughts about iZombie at iZombieRadio at gmail.com. And um, 
Michael, where can, uh, quickly, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me personally at ArkWolf, A-R-K-W-U-L-F. Um, and I, uh, of course, I'm the host of uh, several podcasts. Quiver the Green Arrow podcast at quiverpodcast.com is the, is the DC one. But I also host the Rebels podcast at rebelspodcast.com. And uh, along with Curtis, I host, uh, uh, my friend Curtis, I host, host, sorry, co-host a podcast called The Pull Box Podcast where we review um, comic books. Uh, and then uh, you can find all of that stuff at thunderquack.com. That's the easiest way. So just head to thunderquack.com. You can check out all the other podcasts uh, in the Thunderquack network. And uh, I, I host several of those as well as we've got some... We have a Patreon where we have perks and stuff, and I host a podcast that's exclusive for our Patreon supporters as well. So uh, that's where everybody can find me, though. Yeah, and people, you can, uh, your listeners, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Box with links to all of my work and podcasts. So we're going to wrap it up here. Stay, uh, for anyone in the live chat, please stick around because we're soon going to be back with DC TV classics. classics. We're going to go back in time and talk about some good old DC TV shows. So... Uh, for our host, uh, Chris, Blaze, and Sean, thank you so much for listening to iZombie Radio. Thank you so much for donating, and we'll see you soon on the airways. Yeah.